This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. We'll switch now over to uh, Suzanne Boyd. She joins us now on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, the editor and chief uh, and publisher of Zoomer Magazine, editor in chief and publisher of Zoomer Magazine, Suzanne Boyd. Welcome. Hi, Jane. Come, nice to be back. Yeah, it's nice to have you here. You're, you're well. Every, people in your life are well. Yeah, I'm um, very lucky and blessed. Um, I am well, and um, the people in my life are well. That is, that's good news. That's the most important thing. Uh, you have uh, a new issue of Zoomer magazine out. The September issue is out. Uh, and yes. Terry, Terry Fox and the 40th anniversary of the Marathon of Hope uh, is on the cover. How did this emotional cover tribute come about? Well, you know, it was one of those things I just think is meant to be. And um, also in the September issue of Zoomer, we've launched a book club called Zed, the Zoomer Book Club, which um, lives on everythingzoomer.com, which is our website, as you know. And so we were looking at books and um, we were also thinking because of what's been going on with the pandemic and with um, the, the reckoning around racism that, you know, it really was as we went through this process as a country, as a society, that it was really time to look to the future and look to hope. And we were seeing hope in all the things that people have been doing, you know, regarding their activism and around keeping themselves safe and just rising together as a country to face down our problems. And um, when the book um, sort of came forward, it was almost like um, serendipity that here was someone who changed the world by um, by doing this marathon of hope. And we were thinking of hope. And it was a book about his marathon of hope for our September issue. And, you know, as we know, Terry Fox had stopped running on September 1st. So it just felt there was this um, just groundswell of um, organic serendipitous. Um, signals that said Terry Fox should be on the cover. And then we looked at the photo, and when I saw this photo of him, which is one of, uh, one of, was been voted one of the most iconic photos in Canada and in Canadian history and in Canadian culture, and when I saw this photo of him just silhouetted in the dark coming out, uh, you know, through the, light, through the dark into light, it just felt that that had to be the image. And um, the photographer who took the image 40 years ago tells the story in the issue of how that image came to be, and it's very moving, and it just felt very right to the times. No, it absolutely is. And that, the Terry Fox Marathon of Hope, was something we all got behind Mm -hmm. at that time. And uh, getting behind... Uh, reducing the spread of COVID-19 and getting rid of it is something mm-hmm. we all need to uh, mm-hmm. get behind. And it's, it's certainly not unanimous as we've, uh, as we've mm-hmm. learned this morning from that Angus Reid poll. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's really true, the resilience within each one of us. And I think that's what Terry Fox um, really means to so many, that he was an ordinary, if you read the interview that our um, deputy editor, Kim Honey, conducted with his brother, Daryl, 
um, who just said, you know, he was an ordinary kid who, you know, and then this thing happened to him and he decided it made him do extraordinary things. And um, we've all had to, as a society, just be more than ordinary in terms of, you know, sticking to what we need to do. You know, I heard you talking with Bill earlier about, you know, the mental, you know, the mental stress if you're lucky enough not to have um, been affected physically by the um, pandemic, you know, just emotionally and mentally, it's also very hard. So just keeping that resilience within. And that's also what we try to do with the issue to, you know, it's all, always about giving the information, the policy point of view, the information that you need to know, but also how do you make yourself feel body, mind and soul. And right. that's really what we've also done with the content in this issue. Tell us about uh, the focus on financial, uh, the fi- our financial health and our actual health and how that's been impacted by COVID-19 and how you cover that in the September issue of Zoomer magazine. Yes. So as you, so in our July, in our summer issue, we had the special on, you know, ageism in the healthcare system and in society vis-a-vis covid what the um, the the horrible um, tragedy with the long-term care homes, and um, several other stories about COVID and um, our audience and how it affects. And so this, um, so we have all this information in the summer issue. It's on the website. Constant updates. Every anything in the news. But for our September issue, we recognize that there is a new normal where the pandemic is a part of your life. So you're right. We focused on um, the financial outlook. And it was written by um, our senior editor, Peter Mudridge, who is no stranger to the show. Right. And um, he wrote it. It's, you know, he's such a great writer. And so the story is called Six Months That Changed Everything. And so he's broken it down into all the different ways um, COVID has affected the financial markets, your personal finances. And, you know, the upshot is, I've got to read the last headline in the piece, is the forecast is um, cloudy. The coronavirus outbreak has rendered forecasting impossible. Right. <laughs> so, so while he has a lot of great information, um, it's still a pending situation. But the story is really rich with anything from, as I said, personal finance to investment options to just how to think about money and the different and career and work and entrepreneurship going forward. So I'd really recommend that read. And then on the on the on the body side, um, health side, we Peter also he works very hard on this issue as he does always. He talks about um, the COVID nineteen the contact tracing app. Yes, the privacy concerns around that. So he really lays out how the app came to be what it's supposed to do and what 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 sharing that sort of data can mean going forward. And um, I think that's also a very interesting and relevant read right now, because I think as things are starting to, you know, sort of, you know, we've bent the curve, things are going in the right direction, but there's still that risk of what could happen going forward and not, you know, being too complacent. So, so this is really a personal choice to use the contract contact tracing app, and um, he really lays out all the different um, sort of scenarios with it. 
You're listening to Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. I'm Jane for Libby. She's on vacation this week. And our special guest is Suzanne Boyd, the editor-in-chief and publisher of Zoomer magazine. Uh, We're talking about the COVID-19 coverage in the new issue, the September issue. What really struck me this morning, Suzanne, is that we are now beginning the sixth month of the Mm -hmm. COVID-19 pandemic in Canada. And in your issue, you focus on the photography captured during the first few months of the pandemic in Toronto. It's really what a magazine can do best. You know what? Um, Thank you. That was a really special one for me. And it goes back into, and for all of us editors, and it really goes back into that idea of hope and being hopeful as a society, as a group, as a nation, as a demographic. And um, so this wonderful photographer named George Pimentel, and we worked together maybe 30 years ago (laughs) when I first met him. He came into Flair magazine when I was the editor there with his portfolio, and he was working with his dad in their photography business. And he became this very well-known, internationally lauded um, celebrity photographer based in Toronto, and he tells the story of, you know, he went to see his dad at the, I think, very early on in March. And, his, and he was seeing his dad through his car window, and they were both in mass, and he put his hand up to the window, and he took a picture of his father from in the car, and then this, this started. he started posting on Instagram, and then he was approached by a group, and it, just, it became the COVID Portraits of Canada. And so we, he's, he, um, you know, is used to doing the Cannes Film Festival and red carpets, but he just started shooting in his neighborhood and all around Toronto. And so we really try to show a cross-section of the images of how everyday people are dealing with the pandemic and still trying to go about their lives. Yes. And it's a very moving thing. And um, we've laid it out in the magazine, as you said, as magazine, we have pages, we do printing, it's beautiful black and white photography. It's really photojournalism and, and docudrama. But um, on Instagram, photographers for, for Photographers for all across Canada post on this account, um, the COVID Portrait Project, and we see how all aspects of all 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 areas of Canada are dealing with it. All different people. Some are professional photographers. Some are just you know you know as we say in the industry, real people. But we're all real people. But just sharing that experience visually, and as a magazine, we were very happy to print this sort of living history as it happens. And, and I'm sure a lot of will be forgotten, too, when you look back at those first couple of months, even though it's only been three or four months since then, so much has happened between then and now. For instance, the long-term care crisis, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is, is, has much improved, obviously, but mm-hmm. being reminded of those images shows us that we really, you know, we've come a long way in a short time. We've come a long way in a short time, but it feels like a long time because yeah. of how we are all, you know, just the new, the new. We keep calling it the new normal, right? Yes. Is, is um, you know, so the masking, social distancing, staying mostly at home. Um, like your last question there to Bill, like what is permissible? What is, you know? So we're all just figuring it out as a group, and as a country, and as a demographic, and. You know, just but we're all not sure what will come next. So we're in this, as I'd like to say, pending situation. But with the magazine, we really try to, you know, make the best of it. Be, be, show the reality of what's happening. Give all the information, constant updates on the website, especially health, 
policy, anything that comes down the pike, but in the pages, try to show the breadth of experiences and how you as a person can still need, still need to feel your, you know, your spirit, your soul, find, find those moments of solace within yourself to, to find joy and to, you know, feel hope and to just feel good in your own skin. So, you know, you feel that you can go on. You also need a little bit of escapism here and there. So as you're going through the magazine, you've got some buzzworthy royal reads. You also have uh, Barbara Emile's memoir. Tell us a little bit about some of these kinds of stories. Right. So that's all. um, These are all under our book club banners at the Zoomer Book Club, which we launched with a um, six. 13-page special in the magazine, but as I said earlier, lives online. And that's really, you know, some books, you know, we there's, you know, nonfiction, which can be very serious, and memoirs where you learn lessons, and then there's just also the guilty escapes, you know, the guilty pleasures that are, you know, just really well done, and they're, you, you learn stuff, but they're also very entertaining. So the last time I was on with you, we talked about the Royals, yes. and of course, there's um, massive Royal season. Uh, as we said, there's open season on the Royals through books, and so the books we highlight in this issue are, um, there's one about Prince Philip, a new biography. Um, there's a really great novel about the woman who was dating um, the Duke of Windsor before he met Wallace Simpson. And, and Wallace Simpson and this lady, Selma Furness, who was actually Gloria Vanderbilt's mother, were actually friends. And um, so that's a great novel to, <laughs> to indulge in. And, um, of course, the big book, um, Finding Freedom, um, the Harry and the book about Harry, the, the supposedly the inside story of how Megxit came to be or Hexit, as I like to say, because it's not all Megan. Right. Megan's doing. Harry has, you know, is half of the couple too. And um, we have an interview with that author on everythingzoomer.com. And it is, it's up now. And it's very fascinating, all the insights. And it really gets into the palace intrigue. So, I mean, it's their real life. But for royal watchers, it's really quite a bonanza of stuff. So that's up there. And we all know Barbara Amiel for many years, um, you know, married to Conrad Black. But, you know, before she was known as his his wife, she was also a trailblazing journalist. She was the first female editor of a national newspaper, the Toronto Sun, in the 70s. And she's a very um, started columnist, a scourge of the left, mind you, because of, you know, her political opinions and point of views. But, of course, she's led a very colorful very um, intriguing life. And so it's called Friends and Enemies. And I think as our writer, Shanann Govani said, it's heavy on the ladder. And she just really talks about all the highs and lows of, you know, high society in, you know, Palm Beach, London, New York, Toronto, and what she and um, Conrad went through um, as a couple when he went to jail. Um, back, I guess, in the early 2000s. That would be a fascinating read. Uh, and for more on the book club, you can go to everythingzoomer.com slash club. Suzanne, it's always a pleasure talking with you. I'm excited for your September issue. Congratulations. Thank you, Jane, and thanks for having me on. It's always such a thrill to chat with you. 
This is Jane Brown for Libby's Nimer, and that was Suzanne Boyd, the editor-in-chief and publisher of Zoomer Magazine. And the September issue is on newsstands now. You can purchase the digital copy anytime at getzoomer.ca slash digital and enjoy 24-7 coverage at everythingzoomer.com. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.